0: Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. From my friends. 77 WABC.
1: Somebody won't tell me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb. And
0: Mild, this is Steve Harwell, the lead singer. He died yesterday, my age, 56 years old. Liver issue. Probably the guy drank too much, but yeah, that's serious the, drug problem. Yeah, too. no, he, they said he really he dealt with alcoholism yeah. a lot the last years. Well, I said yeah. Steve Harwell, 56 years old, and now we pay tribute to all three that died this weekend, Jimmy Buffett, Gary Wright, and here's Steve Harwell. My next guest. This is an important guest today. We've uh, had a couple of great guests already. Great. Curtis Salewa, terrific. I really enjoyed Bernie Kosar. But I was talking to somebody last week about the mayor, and I said, you know, he invited this mess. The fact that he wants these people to work just shows how really stupid him and the governor are. I mean, God, yeah, let's get more people to come. But um, I said he invited this mess when he kept repeating over and over again, Come One, Come All, we're a Sanctuary City. And I said to myself, well, why doesn't the mayor start right there and get rid of that Sanctuary City nonsense? That'll help, right? And then somebody said, well, it's not that easy, it's illegal, and and I don't know the answer to all this. So I called my dear friend, famed defense attorney, one of the best in the business, Arthur Idala, and I said, tell me about this. Sanctuary City stuff. because course, right off the bat, Eric Adams would be doing himself and New Yorkers a big favor by shedding that. Is it easy? We're about to find out. Here's my friend, Arthur Idala. Artie, good morning, buddy. How are you?
1: Hey, brother. Hope you had a good uh, weekend. I did actually get to uh, get a glimpse of Bo Dietl over the weekend. If, uh, I wish I could send you a picture of what he was wearing. It was a, it was, it was a, ma- a matching short sleeve shirt with, with buttons on and a collar. with matching shorts. It was like bright yellow with different colored—I think it was like margarita glasses on it. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. He's the man.
0: Brilliant. I spoke to him a couple of times this weekend in the Hamptons. He's, he's the man. He's still vacationing. He'll be back next Tuesday. We love Bo, but that sounds like a volcanic ensemble Bo might put on on a weekend. He'd probably look like a million yeah, bucks.
1: Fantastic. It was, it was <laughs> fantastic. So you gave me a homework assignment because I must admit, you know, migrant issues are not on the tip of my fingers, the legality of them all. And, To answer your immediate question, it's not easy. It would not be easy for it to just disappear, uh, the the obligation of New York City. But here's what I did learn. First of all, it all goes back to the 19 to the 30s, to Fiorello LaGuardia, uh, having to do with the Depression and homeless issues. And they added to the New York State Constitution, not the New York City, the New York State Constitution, 1938. Very simple. Quote, it's Article 17, the aid, care, and support of the needy are public concerns and shall be provided – here we go, Sid – by the state and by such of its subdivisions, which is the 62 counties of this New York State, in such a manner and by such means as the state legislature may from time to time determine. So this comes down during LaGuardia, during the Depression time, right? Then it kind of fades away because then there's the the forties we get then the war ends the fifties everything is good the sixties everything is fine and then in the seventies when we have the big fiscal crisis under Governor Hugh Carey it the homelessness shoots through the roof here in New York City and the coalition from the home of the homeless by the uh, represented by the Legal Aid Society they go to court. And there's a case. And the case says, Judge, under Article 17, the state the state, has to provide care to the homeless people. And um, <clears throat> what happens was basically the state seems like they, they're going to lose. But before – I don't know if there's a deal cut between you, Kerry, and Ed Koch. Ed Koch just consents. He consents on behalf of New York City and signs what's called a consent decree – which means okay, you know before we even get to the final ultimate ruling or go through the appellate process, we 'll agree that New York City has to provide shelter
0: to the homeless okay, but but the key word you use there is homeless and and this is where I think the mayor is confusing two things: I think he 's confusing right to shelter with sanctuary city in fact i'm sure he's doing that or or at the very least he's he doesn't he can't figure out that right to shelter for example is for the homeless not for
1: illegals well so that's where that's where politics comes in and this has a lot more to do with the with the mayor it's got a lot to do with the governor a lot to do with the governor because under this in other words the the governor can say well you know what what Sid Rosenberg just said, homeless and migrants are two different things. And there could be a whole argument over that. But, you know, once they come into the city, they are technically homeless, even though how they got into the city, you know, there's nothing in the law about how you become homeless. The guy in the case, uh, in the Callahan case, he was a severe alcoholic. It's Callahan versus you, carry. He was a severe alcoholic living in the Bowery, and they brought the case on his behalf um, here. There's no definition of, well, it's only homeless who were born in New York and they became homeless, or did they come from Ohio, like Bernie Kozar become homeless. So that could be a fight that we fight right now. But you know why we won't fight that that fight right now is because the homeless advocates will take out HOCO, or the migrant advocates would take out HOCO. But what I really learned, Sid, and I didn't know this, I did this as a homework assignment for you, is... The governor really has a lot of power here. She really, really does. And they could bring lawsuits to every single county, Nassau County, Suffolk County, Westchester County, and say, Listen, under the Constitution of the State of New York, which you all raise their hands, on, in other words, your boy Bruce Blakeman, he raised his hand and said, I would swear to uphold the Constitution of the United States and the state of New York and Article seventeen under the State of New York says you have to give shelter. By the way, it doesn't say, I don't think it's specific to homeless. There's no definition of homeless. To the aid, care, and support of the needy, of the needy, right. of public concerns. Right. So, yes, we could have a fight right now, a legal battle. What's needy? Is a migrant needy? Is a homeless person needy? Well, I mean, I mean the, 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 needy?
0: Not to your point, they're all needy, but, but it does seem like uh, Bruce Blakeman, the Nassau County Executive, and Nassau County have been They've been successful in keeping these people out. I mean, look, Ed Day up in Rockland County told the mayor he's going to strangle them, and not one illegal – I don't use the word migrant – not one, and not that I blame them – not one illegal has ended up there either. But you're telling me that if Hochul really wanted to put the screws to him,
1: she can do it and sue everyone. She definitely has the power. She absolutely – she could drive it. She could probably, based on the – on the Constitution of New York State, Article Seventeen, she basically had signed an executive order yeah. saying it's absolutely illegal, improper under our Constitution. Which you, Mister Head of Rockland County, Mister Head of Nassau, Mister Head of Bologna, Head of Suffolk, you can't say no. This is you—you you to uphold the Constitution. Interesting. And this mm. is in the New York State Constitution. The other thing that's a little nuts is why is Governor Abbott in Texas? Who gives him the power? To, like, ship these people in New York. Okay, we're going to ship X amount to New York. No one's stopping y them. To, well, no one's stopping right. them. And, and that's where the feds come in, because now you're talking about state versus state. That's now federal law, not state law. And, you know, the, the the that's where the White House comes in. But you know what? Everyone is ducking. I agree with what you said in the beginning of this thing before I even came on. Eric Adams made a huge mistake by saying, oh, yeah, we welcome you into, into our city. I think he had no idea he was welcoming 100,000 well, people. Of course he
0: had an idea, unless he's a moron. I mean, the, border's you know, plus- the border has been wide open.
1: The border has been wide
0: open since Biden took over wide open. There's been pictures in the New York Post, already thousands of them, of people running through. Why did he think it was going to stop? You had to be a moron. Of course he knew. Of course he knew.
1: Okay. Well, he made a big mistake. He made a big mistake.
0: Yeah, that's what he did. He made a a big mistake. He thinks we're all stupid, and uh, now he wants to come back and blame everybody else, and I'm not buying it, and I'm pissed. I am pissed, and right now, for me, this is why Eric Adams, because up to now, he was okay. You know, the the murders are down. They've they've collected guns. He's trying. He's a nice guy. All these things are true. And up to this real crisis, I was okay with him. Okay, not great. At this point, he's a crappy mayor. He's lied. He continues to lie. He, you know, he, he blames the federal government, but not Joe Biden. Say his damn name already. And to go out there and blast Hochul. Anyway, let's move back to the White House, because while you're doing homework on this, you also uh, really dug, uh, I know you did, knee-deep, Artie, into the Donald Trump indictment in Georgia.
1: What do you got for me on that? Well, let me <laughs> Let me just tell you why I, I, got, I got dug knee-deep into it. Um, you know, I look, to say that these all four cases are not driven by politics, <laughs> you'd have to be, in the words of Sid Rosenberg, a moron. Um, obviously, they are. Even though they may have teeth to them, they're clearly motivated by politics. And one of the per- people who have been totally devastated as collateral damage is Rudolph Giuliani. I think – I don't want to exaggerate – I think he's got at least 10 lawsuits floating around having to do with the voting booth people, you know uh, – I forget what the name of the two companies are that are suing him for things he said about the voting booths not being uh, maintained the right way, et cetera, et cetera. And then you got the guy, the U.S. attorney, <laughs> Rudolph Giuliani, uh, you know, has to go down They get fingerprinted and mugshot, and, and he happened to be in my office because – They've already taken his law license away at this point temporarily, but they try to make it permanent. So,
0: are you, so, so are represent- you officially at this point representing Rudy Giuliani?
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been. Yes, he he had to go down to Georgia, and I said, Rudy, "Who are you going down there with?" He said, "I don't know. i, I think I may go down there alone. I you know I can't find anyone." And look, it's no secret. Open the New York Post. He has significant financial woes, and. Any lawyer hears, oh, Rudolph Giuliani, Donald Trump's case, big case, Georgia. You know, I want a million dollars. I want $2 million. You know, just <laughs> Rudy's not in that league. So right. I just said, look. Rudy but, but, but he maybe
0: uh Thursday night, don't forget, is the big uh, dinner that Trump is putting on in Bedminster, New Jersey. So are you going to be standing by the front well, door on the way out well, grabbing money? <laughs>
1: no, no, it's, not like a, it's not like a wedding. No, but honestly, Sid, and I'm not lying, uh, I, I had no idea there was going to be any kind of fundraiser. I just said, Rudy, look, we'll – We'll take you as far as my law firm can take you, uh, you know, on a pro bono basis, and you know we'll see what happens, you know, in the future. Look, this case, if he just follows Donald Trump's lead, Donald Trump has at least two other cases to go before this case, and that's going to take a while. And who knows, he may become president of the United States by then. And who knows what would happen to the Georgia state case, because people have to understand it's a state case in Georgia, not a federal case, at least at this point. So the president of the United States cannot pardon himself from a state case. So uh, Rue Giuliani may not have to worry about going down to Georgia to face a trial until maybe 2025, but it's a, it's a disaster. I mean, it's an absolute disaster, and the oh, look, the only case of the four of them that is like cut and dry is that stupid one with the documents in Florida. The other ones, the Manhattan case is not worth the paper that it's printed on, and the other two cases, the federal case in Washington and the state case in Georgia, that all has to do with speech and and giving your opinion. Right. And is it accurate? You, you,
0: you, you got to read the guy's has, mind. But you, but you're saying the second one has some legs because the truth is he did have the documents, right? That, that's, that's yeah, and
1: it's not hard to prove. I mean, it's just right. not hard. To, I mean, the law is clear. If the feds want something back, you you know, you can't say in my head I declassified something, but not not put it in writing to to them, like as a response. I don't mean when you actually declassified it, but when they asked for it, you write them a letter and say, listen, everything I have in my possession currently has been declassified. If you want to litigate it, let's go to court. Instead, they said, we gave you everything back, which they didn't. And, you know, i give you the simple example I did the last time we were. Martha Stewart, she didn't get convicted for insider trading. She got convicted for lying about telephone calls she got regarding potential insider right. trading. Right. So it's the same kind of thing now the difference is that's still in federal court. So he or another Republican president or Joe Biden or Democratic president could say listen, even though Donald Trump got convicted for the love of the country, you know, I'm commuting his sentence or I'm pardoning him altogether. In the in right now in Georgia state court, president of the United States does not have that power. The state has that power. And we could tie this whole thing back into the migrant situation. There are some parts of this migrant situation that even though we need federal help, that the state can help themselves. In other words, it's in the New York state constitution, not the federal constitution that we got to give help to the needy. So what Hokel could do is say, listen, I'm enacting Article 17, and I'm, we're going to do it by percentage of population of the state. So Nassau County has 8% of the state, we're going to give them 8% of the migrants. Suffolk's a bigger county, they have 18% of the state. Oh, oh we're giving them 8%.
0: Oh my god, what are you doing? They're going to kick you out of the Hamptons this weekend. They don't want those people there, are you nuts? What are you nuts? You
1: she's got she's got the well, I'm going to I will I will beg to differ. They are so shorthanded with people to do landscaping, to work in the restaurants. My, I mean, my friends, who's a landscaper, my other friend who's a restaurateur, he's like, I can't get anyone to work. My my landscaper has his wife throwing lawn seed on the – I go, who's this woman? I can see in the ring doorbell. He goes, oh, it's my wife. My landscaper doing me 15 years. He goes, I can't find anybody to work I go, go to 45th Street in the van to build a hundred people there. It. in it. Go over to the back of the yeah. truck, go give him a hundred dollars <laughs> a day to work his tail yeah. off.
0: we Well, listen, uh, excellent job, Artie. No wonder you graduated at the top of your class. I'm not even sure you did. I just made that up. And you're a, you're the best attorney right there with Takapina in the country because I gave you one homework assignment, and you did two, and they both came out great. So thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you, Artie.
1: All right, brother. Have a great week. I'll catch up with you later, man. Uh, am I
0: going to see you Thursday?
1: Uh, oh, the big party. Yeah, I, my my law partner is getting an award from actually the NYPD, so I got to go to that first. Okay. That 11th all is. And then I'll come back uh, late night, you know, when you're at the bar. Holy, holy court.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's me. All right, I'll see you Thursday night, buddy. Great job. Really nice, terrific no, job. Jack. Thank you. That is uh, the famed defense attorney, Arthur Idala doing a great job here. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.